0: And I am not making health care decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Welcome
1: back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey agree.
0: I'm excited to talk about liver remedies again.
1: Yeah. So we ended up chopping this one into two because we took a good amount of time with carduce last time. So mm-hmm. if you have not listened to that, we started going over um, carduce Mar and tonight we're going to talk about Chelidonium, yeah. both really good liver remedies. Yeah. And we are going to hit on a few other ones, but these were lesser known, but really good remedies to try. So let's do it.
0: Yeah, so chelodonium, I think, is um, is a favorite remedy of mine to use or suggest in menopause. And so I like to do chelodonium 6x once or twice per day, especially in menopause. And and if it fits. So not ladies, not just because you're in menopause now, you you know, I need I need I was gonna ask
1: that actually. Yeah. But
0: if it fits. So we'll so let's talk about what chelodonium looks like. so chelodonium is in the poppy family like the opium family and um it is a serious remedy for pain relief so it's another remedy um that has a a a great deal of liver issues like we already said it's it's got a lot of right-sided headaches right-sided shoulder pains and um kind of like sanguinaria you know usually for a right-sided headache, especially when it involves the right shoulder I'm going to think of sanguinaria first but when sanguinaria is not working we should also consider chelodonium um so the root of the word chelodonium is the swallow and it flowers at the time when the swallows would come nest before they migrated off so it's called the swallow so more. More so than carduus, this is a remedy. Chelidonium is a remedy that seems to have major eye symptoms, particularly the right eye. One of the first areas where we see jaundice is in the whites of the eyes. So we know that everybody knows that Euphrasia is, <clears throat> is normally what we call eyebright But this remedy, Chelidonium, is also known as eyebright because it just... It, it has, it's a great um, eye remedy. So gelidonium, of course, has um, also some gallbladder symptoms because we know the liver and the gallbladder are tightly connected when one's having trouble, probably the other one's having trouble also. Um, it can, again, particularly affect the right shoulder pain, right-sided headaches, um, the right side of the body. And the pathology goes from the liver Upwards, so up the right side and um, in the front, so it can go up the front of the right right side of your body and into the back of the right scapula, and then Cardus Marianus is more across right to left. Do you want to tell us about the mental emotional picture?
1: Yes. Um, so this one has more mentals than Cardus. If you remember last time, there was not a big mental picture but um this one has more so george Vitulkas. is that how you say that i think okay. so
0: mm-hmm.
1: i that's how i've always said it. So i hope that's how you say it <laughs> um but he has done a lot for bringing out the other Chalodon- like the mental of the chelidonium picture he pointed to the fact that cheladonium is very down to earth but forceful and aggressive they're just no messing around so they're Maybe business people and planners um as opposed to like a podium, which we've talked about last time is one of the first liver remedies we think of like a podium is a more more intellectual, much more practical person, but there are some similarities of course because they're both good liver remedies um so chelidonium is just very forceful in the way they go about their life. If things do go wrong, they think they have just wrecked their life beyond repair. They have a level of self-awareness that, um, they recognize they have impacted or ruined their own health. So they might say that like, I have, I've ruined my health. I've wrecked it. Um, and because the liver does affect so much in your body, they might, it might really seem that way. And so these people are, um, sometimes have a tendency to be violent they might, and it says in the materia medica, so this might be um, intense, but desires to beat their children. So we've talked about those feelings before. They might not actually ever do that, but might feel like they want to. Um, so there is that violent, aggression, aggressive side to celadonium. Yeah. Um, there are some more physicals here, and then the materia medica does have a lot too, but. It also affects the spleen and the kidneys. There may be a thick yellow coating to the tongue with um, the edges that are red. So you might see the imprints of their teeth. They like drinks really hot, almost boiling. Um, They have a relationship with cheese that can either be averse to it. It aggravates them or they could love it, but it aggravates them like their body doesn't agree with it. They might be very constipated. Um, may have clay-colored, white, or bright yellow stools. That's similar to cardus. Diarrhea often at night. Referred pains up into that, up into the right shoulder. So, meaning it's moving up behind the right scapula. Pains that go up even into the head, into the right eye. Um, Caledonian people typically have a very um, a strong sense of right and wrong. So, there's not a lot of emotional analyzing. It's black and white. Not there, it's right or wrong. Not a lot of gray areas, um, which also means they want like black and white information about their health. So, they have this delusion that they ruined it. And that is a big keynote. So, if you hear that, if it's you or you're taking a case and they really set on like, I've ruined my health, I've done this to myself, um, think chelidonium. It's worse with mm-hmm. changing weather. Um, a lot of symptoms are worse at 4 p.m. or 4 a.m. They might have dreams about death and have a heavy, dragging feeling. And there is a little bit more about the liver cleansing. Do you want me to finish this part, Melissa, or do you want to take over?
0: Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, and then I'll I'll pick up. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like we said before, this is pretty. Standard information we've already mentioned, but it's a good liver cleanser, a big liver detoxing remedy. And when we say detox, we're not talking about detox like when you use herbal tinctures or other things that are pulling things out of your body. We are meaning the homeopathic form stimulates your liver to detox properly, so helping it to function as it should because the liver is a detoxing organ. Um, so all of the symptoms are liverish in general. It's a more aggressive and forceful remedy than Cardoose. Not that you have to worry about using Chelidonium, but Cardoose we just know is really, really gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, a kino is that violent side. They can be really skeptical. And so consider that when um, you think of Chelidonium.
0: So thank you for that. Yeah. So you know we talked in the beginning of Cardus. so the last episode about you know the big liver remedies. So um, there are. I just want to touch on. I'm not going to. We're not going to go through and break down all the liver remedies like we did with cardus and chalidonium. But I want to touch on some other ideas, things that you can read in your materia medica. So the liver salts, liver salts are nat sulf and mag Um, So MagSulf is like Epsom salts and Nux Vomica, we already said, is a big liver remedy. MagMur is a very important liver remedy and you can go read it. Um, Phosphorus is generally considered a left-sided remedy, but it has a huge number of liver symptoms as part of its picture. Sulfur is a number one remedy, probably just for detoxing anyway. Um, China will be affecting every single organ. So it has liver, gallbladder, pancreatic, spleen, pancreas, spleen, stomach, and digestive conditions. Um, you know, all, it could touch all of those things. And then, like we already mentioned, lycopodium like and sepia. And so the liver is so fundamental. If you've got a good, healthy liver, then there's not much else, much else that's going to go wrong in your body. So that's why so much of the world today is focused on liver, liver detox and making sure that the liver is healthy. And we can see that homeopathy is excellent at keeping the liver healthy. So remember, carduce is the gentle one and um, Chelidonium is more aggressive. And then... If you want to look at the constitutional pictures, you know, that's, that's kind of what we're talking about there with gentle and aggressive. Um, If you want the, the tissue salts, you know, then the, the cell salts, and you can read about those, like we said. And if you want to do a a liver clean out, um, you can do the Epsom salts and lemon juice and olive oil. That's an idea of something that you can do. You can take an Epsom salt bath, which I try so hard to make a habit. And, um, I, I can't get into the habit. I want to make it a habit to take an Epsom salt bath. Like I would love to do it every single night, but at least a few times a week, we should be doing that. I
1: do take baths a few times a week. Usually.
0: (laughs) You guys, I know it's become very popular in the last several years to redo your bathroom and take your bathtub out and just have a shower or. People, you know, they're building brand new houses with no bathtub. And I think that is incredibly what's a nice word? Silly. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all, we need to be taking baths. We really do. Taking showers all the time is not enough. They're good. So especially if you do like that, um, I don't know what it's called, a cold therapy where you take a cold shower. That uh, can be really healthy.
1: I know. I can't I can't do it yet. I can't it.
0: Um, so, but taking an Epsom salt bath is super important. And I don't personally think that it's enough to just soak your feet in Epsom salt, you know, hot Epsom salt. I think that could be, you know, that's okay if, if that's all you can do, but when well, you need to be taking baths, um, and not just to detox your liver, there's so many things, like what you know when you sit in a bath just the relaxation the heat the the Epsom salts the, all that they're doing in the body and I'm not a bath expert but all the things i just know it's it's detoxing
1: so i did want to um just throw in too i it made me think of it because we were, i was talking to a friend who's pregnant she had cholestasis of the liver with her first baby and is experiencing the symptoms again with her second so i am not saying that this will get rid of that of ICP or cholestasis, any of the remedies. But what I am helping her with is managing some of those symptoms because if you're pregnant or you know someone who isn't has dealt with it, can be extremely miserable because you're itchy all the time. Um, and there are things you can do to support your body during that, so it's not so miserable. And these are really great remedy options. There are several, any of the ones that Melissa mentioned as the big liver remedies too. Um, obviously pregnant, you probably want to work with a homeopath, but just know that I think a lot of times we feel like we're just left up to, you can't take a lot when you're pregnant, yeah. you know, you can't take a lot of medications. I mean, and mm-hmm. so just something to consider, it may help you rest, but well, and there are teas you can drink safely and things you can do to help with that. Um, you know, just
0: just because you brought up pregnancy, the pregnancy cell salts program, which many homeopaths put out, you know, a version, I have mine. Um, but it's I cannot tell you how many women use that with their subsequent baby. So they did not use it before and now they've used it this time, and they're like, the difference. There's a lot less or no nausea, morning sickness. Um, their energy is so much better. Their skin is so much better. They're like, this is amazing. And it's the, the cell salts during pregnancy just strengthen you. So anyway, we're going to do a, a pregnancy labor and delivery course. I know y'all been hearing us say that, but we're, gonna <laughs> we we're
1: going to do it. We're will. we going to. We are. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do we want to go over a little bit of the Materia Medica?
0: Yeah. Did, were there some things in there that we didn't touch on?
1: There were a couple of things that I think could be that I saw similar with Cardus that are also in chelodonium. So it made me just stop and consider some things that you might be experiencing that you would not have felt liver only because up until a few years ago, I would never, I just wouldn't correlate those things with liver. Yeah. So some things I saw just, across the board on both of those remedies that we looked at this time were, um, vertigo and dizziness. Mm -hmm. I would not have thought that, um, Mm -hmm. the burning or bitter taste in mouth, like Mm -hmm. just a bad, bad breath, but like a metallic or bitter taste in your mouth. That was one of them. Um, the alternating diarrhea and constipation, and then the like colored, the color of the stool that was across the board also both of the headaches, the chilliness, um, and both of the remedies It also mentioned lung issues, accompanying liver issues. So I thought that was interesting, that heaviness, um, and the eyes, I don't know, maybe we did mention it for this one, but the yellowing of the eyes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. of the whites of the eyes. And you might have like thick discharge from the eyes. Mm And that um the pain under or right beneath the right scapula, I don't know that I ever would think that could be my liver. I just oh. didn't know that. Maybe you listen to this and you're like, of course, that's what that is. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, of all the organs in my body, I would not think liver <laughs> as something that could be experiencing pain.
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So,
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know if any of those were new, but I thought those were just to reiterate. Um, if you are experiencing those symptoms, consider some of the liver remedies, whether it's chelidonium or one of the other ones you mentioned. Yep, it might be your liver.
0: Yep, headaches. I mean, when I really, really, when I think back, as I've learned now, you know, in these last in several many years of doing this, when I think back into my twenties I was having liver symptoms. Right.
1: I think I was too. I just didn't know. No idea. I just would never have linked that. No
0: idea. You know, and when you think about, you know, when you mentioned um bad breath, well, what are we gonna do if we have bad breath? We go to the, I don't know, the dentist or the doctor or whatever, like, and I mean, I don't, I mean, you're brushing your teeth and you're flossing and you're doing all the things, but you still have bad breath. Then you go to the doctor. What are they going to tell you to do? You know, like, what do they, what is their answer? I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know, but you usually do think ENT or you don't think liver?
0: Right. So, yeah. So my point is that they're always going to um, prescribe or look at the the outside they're going to look at the actual organ that's being affected like we talked about with cardus if your skin is itchy all over you're going to go to the dermatologist yeah. and they're going to give you a steroid or something to stop the itchiness rather than look at what is this a liver issue you know mm-hmm. so that's where you know naturopathic doctors and herbalists and you know these people that that dig deeper
1: and, and of I course you thought It was interesting because I, um, all my liver, I did get a liver panel done, like a blood test done, when I was really itchy. And everything looked quote unquote normal. Interesting. Um, And I know, I don't know how everybody feels about it, but I know we've seen the standard of American normal labs changing. And so it's really hard to know what is, what's considered normal in America is not necessarily healthy, normal, but um, I thought, so I'm just even curious would these things all show up on blood work, which is another reason why I think homeopathy is just such a beautiful method Mm and modality, because if you look at your symptoms, even if you don't know for sure it's liver, even if all the liver panels come back clear, um, it still could be outside things affecting right. like your detox systems.
0: That's why I, th- uh, like you. That's why I love homeopathy. I don't have to have any tests to tell right. me what you to take. It's the symptoms. So I can't tell you how often somebody says, Oh, I have a UTI uh, from tests. So I went to the doctor for a normal checkup and they said the tests, the tests say I have a UTI, but I have no symptoms. And I'm like, so I could be walking around with a UTI now for what, 16 years. Cause I haven't been to the doctor in 16 huh. years and not know, I mean, what, you know, and then, or thyroid, they'll say that my thyroid numbers are terrible, but my sim- I have no symptoms, or they'll say, I have all of these thyroid symptoms, but my thyroid numbers are normal. And then I'm just like, you know, I just think what is, hap-? you know, I don't have to have any of that. I don't need any tests. We're right. just going to use the symptoms.
1: And almost sometimes it's nice to not have anything, any diagnoses or any confirmation that everything's normal, because then you just, you don't have any of the bias or any of the, you can think more objectively that way. I love it. Thank you again, Melissa. This was so good. I hope this has been helpful to you guys.
0: Yep. I love talking about liver and, um, I hope that you will share this, write us a review. Um, find us on melissacrinshell.com. book a chronic consult. If you think you have liver issues, both of us take, you know, consults and you can find all that information on melissacrinshell.com under make appointment tab. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time.